Hey guys, welcome to episode one of Teach Me Tiger podcast. Fashion. Rawr. We can swear, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. special inaugural episode of Teach Me Tiger. You send us questions and we call in the big guns. Each episode we chat with an expert and then we all weigh in on questions from you. We're your favorite neighbors, Melody Starkweather and Sarah Wright. Thank you so much for joining us. For those of you who are meeting us for the very first time, we're going to do a one minute, super fast, rapid fire round of All About Sarah and Melody. Woo! Let's start the clock. Uh, Sarah has a great butt, especially when she's pregnant. Ooh, thank you. <laughs> Melody is the classiest woman I know. Oh my god, awesome. Uh, Sarah grew up outside of Ottawa. Melody spent a lot of time in Toronto and went to boarding school. Sarah has hazel eyes. Ooh, Melody's an amazing artist. Um, Sarah's also an amazing artist. Oh, well. Um, ooh, Melody looks really hot in Delage. Oh my goodness. Um, uh, Sarah's really knowledgeable about trees. Melody's really good at helping you through labor. If you need a labor partner. I actually have in my list for this, Sarah is a warrior princess during childbirth. Oh, thanks. So are you. <laughs> we saw each other have each other's babies. Sarah wears a jumpsuit almost all the time. Melody's wearing a red house coat right now. Sarah's wearing a gray house coat right now. Melody has two children. Sarah has four children. Oh, do you know Now I'd like to introduce our special guest, Katerina Theodorellos. She's a designer, stylist, and musician in Toronto. Her label is called Soft Beat Bags. Her bags are amazing. They're amazing. Uh, go to her website. Run. Don't walk. Run. Run to Run. her website. Run immediately. Run there. Now without further ado, here's our pal chat with Kat. <laughs> guys welcome Kat hello thanks thanks for coming you're welcome how was your week <laughs> thanks for having me I mean <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> you're welcome how was my week my week was um not the best but it's okay now I'm happy yeah what Sitting was not good I was sick um and life yeah, life. life. Uh, the game of life. The worst. The game worst. of life. Yeah. Sarah, how was your week? Mine was good. It was pretty good. Nothing super exciting happened except today. I was going to tell you about this earlier. Uh, I was on Facebook, the Facebook, and I wanted to send a selfie to you gals. And um, I don't know if you know, you can go on Facebook and you like send a message, selfie of your face, and you can 
take like add these little add-ons, right? Do you know that? Where you like like fit pictures? Or they're like, like funny stickers? little like stickers and right. shit, and they like change your face a right. little bit sometimes. I, I think I, they call that remixing it, don't they? So I remixed my photo and I saw like a little wolf and I was like, cute a wolf. And it doesn't do anything. Then it says, open your mouth. And you do, and it fucking oh. turns you into a werewolf and makes a noise. And I was all alone in my room. And it I didn't scared know it made the a noise. shit out of me. <laughs> I actually screamed and turned the phone off. Like I was like, oh fuck. It scared the shit out of me. I just so everyone you go were on wolfed. your Facebook. It's terrifying. Hey, Mel, how was your week? It was pretty good. Yeah? I fell down an audio equipment hole. Oh, yeah? Okay. Because of the podcast, I fell into a rabbit hole of trying to learn about audio equipment from the perspective of a complete beginner and amateur. Okay. Kat was my faithful helper (laughs) in this adventure because she actually knows her shit. She's a musician and recording artist. Ooh. (laughs) Right? And Mel, I also happen to know that your car ran out of gas. Yeah, so Sarah and I were driving to Sarah's mechanic in my car, and the car slowed down on the highway, Mm -hmm. and so I pulled over to the side, and then we realized that the engine was no longer running. Yeah, off. But it started again, and we went to the mechanics, and Sarah went and had uh, the head guy, uh, what's his name? Bob. Bob. Bob Bob came out. (laughs) He used a little thing that he put in around the pedal area of the car. I don't know what it was. And he said, well, I'm stumped. I don't know what's up. Take my car just in case. And then I went in to get his card and came back out and the car had stopped again. And it turns out, although it appeared that I had just under a quarter tank of gas. And as Bob pointed out, maybe it had quote unquote, just under a quarter tank of gas for like a really long time. Right. He's <laughs> like, have you had a quarter tank for a long time now? <laughs> my, uh, Gas float gauge broken meter meter float <laughs> broken. Gauge. We're mechanics, so if anything goes wrong with your car, just call us up. Moral <laughs> of the story: good place to run out of gas at the mechanics. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. They didn't even charge names. us for gas. <laughs> That's, whoa! Yeah, what? It was amazing. You never get a free tank. No, no. I, it was a quarter tank. <laughs> you get a free but quarter so tank, free qu- but an actual quarter tank. Yeah, that's amazing. I was trying to think of something positive and funny about this week. Yeah. From my week. Yeah. And I could not think of anything. <laughs> but I ended up thinking of an awesome story. Would you like to hear it? Yes. You bet I would. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I uh, needed to call a handyman because my dryer and washer were just not working. I didn't know what was going on. There was a leak. I didn't know where it was coming from. They're the ones that are stacked. What do you call them? Yeah. So the guy comes over (laughs) and he was pulling out the washer and dryer. (laughs) What happened? Where was he pulling it out of? Oh my God, So he was pulling it out, and I was like, hey, let me help. Like, Sorry, but pulling what out? Crazy. So he was pulling it out. He was pulling <laughs> out the stacked washer and dryer from yeah. the closet. Okay. Right. And I was like, hey, man, he's an old guy. Like, you know, I was like, like let me help you out. I can help you. He's like, no, no, I'm okay. I'm like, come on, dude. I'll help you. It's heavy. So <laughs> I was helping. I'm laughing so hard right now. 
I was helping him pull it out. And then he farted. <laughs> so loud. And both of us paused and looked at each other. And he's like, you see? <laughs> and I was like, slowly, I was like, yeah. Totally. <laughs> I just walked away. Anyway, so that's my History. story. Was he great? No. Too bad. Not at no, all. Just because Kat, you know, Kat knows Kat's Greek, Greek people. She's so Greek. She's good at Greek accent. Every story is funnier. If oh Greek. my God, it's true. Your accent is so great. Almost like you were raised by Greek people. Oh my God. Actually, you, Kat, yeah. can, can you answer the, our first question for you in a Greek accent? I will do it. <laughs> Okay, let's get to business, guys. So, oh, we have these five questions we ask each of our guests. Okay, Kat. I mean, Mike. <laughs> Mike. What is <laughs> What is your sign and what does that say about you? Uh Melody, uh, <laughs> I am a Scorpio, and I don't know, and I don't care what that means. Okay. That's okay. It. All right. Thanks, Mike. Okay. Yes. What's your sign, and what does that say about you? Okay. I, my friends, am a Virgo, and a Virgo has a lot of really interesting, cool traits, like... Are you looking it up right now on your phone, Kat? Right now, Kat's looking up her interesting traits. So, let's do the good ones first or the bad ones first? Good. The good traits. Okay. Virgos are brainy. Mm -hmm. Virgos are glasses, so that's like a fact, right? (laughs) Totally. Yeah, okay. Analytical, serious, competent, sensible, modest, logical, tidy, Mm -hmm. organized, clean, diligent, Honest, reserved, helpful, and a perfectionist. Kat, I think you're a Scorpio. Just <laughs> <laughs> joking. I can be irritating, petty, anxious, cold, repressed, oh my God. fussy, and skeptical. Those, it's mean. It's just straight up mean when you read those things. And they're like, yeah, well, you think you're artistic? Well, you're actually a cold bitch. Like, oh, thanks. I just wanted to know what my sign meant. Do you know right? who you're, uh, who's your best sexual match in terms of how the stars align? Um, yeah. Mine's supposed to be Aquarius. Oh, and Chris see. does Aquariums. Yep. Oh, my God. It's a match made Chris and I actually have almost the exact same birthday, so we're basically twins. Oh, What's your birthday? Perverse. Like gross. Yeah. yeah. My my cousin and his wife, they have the same birthday the same year. No. What? So they are it was a couple Did they meet ago. at the hospital when they were born? <laughs> no, but they share. Good so question. They, 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 so my uncle, um, my uncle Bill. Femi. Okay. He is married to Uncle uh, and Stella. <laughs> Femi and Stella. Femi and Stella. So Christopher is like my uncle Femi's nephew. Okay. And Tanya is my aunt Stella's niece. And they're but they're not other. related, actually. They're not actually related, but they, they share cousins. 
Right. So they share one side of the family. So that's how they got close Mm -hmm. through family stuff. That's pretty common. Is it? I think. I mean, they don't share blood or anything, but... You shouldn't share blood. No. That's not... Don't share blood with people. That's how STIs are passed. That's That's, true. I know that. I learned that. But, yeah. Unless you're sharing blood at a clinic. Right. Or at, like, a a festival, a cannibal festival. One of my best... I go to those all the time. One of my good friends, he he was a hemophiliac. He was born in Barbados in the early 70s. Mm -hmm. And he was a hemophiliac, and he got a little cut when he was, like, two years old or three. And he needed to get a blood transfusion. Right. And he contact contracted um, hepatitis C. Oh, no. From That's, it. Yeah. He wears a bracelet that That's, says it on so it. The, Yeah, but he's also right? like, like a medical alert bracelet. Yeah, yeah, but he's also extreme, like a super heavy drinker and has been for like 30 Always. years. And I mean, I don't think the hep C has affected him that much. So his bracelet actually just says, please send beer. So, yeah. <laughs> More beer. If you find me passed out somewhere, give me a shot of tequila. And I'll, I'll be right as rain. That's what my bracelet says. Just give me a shot anytime you see me. Yeah. But I don't know how hep C totally works. It's actually time. curable now. Is it? Yeah. I learned about that at the tattoo shop I was apprenticing at. This lady came in and she was a public health nurse and she was like, you can go to this public health place and get your hep C shot and it cures hep C. There's like three shots you do in a row or something. Wow. Yeah. She's like, people don't know that. You can just get it. So just go have unprotected sex. You're fine. Feel free. Everything's free. Can I tell you one more story? Please. Yes. Is it about sex? It's about... disease transmittal or whatever so i went to like it was my my cousin's bachelorette or like or not bachelorette but like we went to get our final dressing dress Mm -hmm. fitting fitting i can't believe i forgot that word (laughs) Um, this is our fashion expert (laughs) cat so the fitting and then we went out to eat yeah we went to this restaurant and do you guys remember Ready or Not? Oh, my Can't God. Another day. Yeah. Okay. So, another Busy day. was our waitress at this restaurant. No. But yeah. for real? For real. Busy's a waitress now? This is now five years ago, but but she was. Yes. She was She was our waitress at this restaurant. So, her career didn't go over. Who knows? Far. Who knows? Okay. But anyways, so, I, like, immediately obviously went to Facebook and was like, like, oh, my God, Busy was our waitress at this restaurant here. The next morning, I started to get all these messages on my Facebook because there was a hep... Oh, not the next morning, that Monday. So I think this was like a Friday. So on Monday, there was apparently um, a hep B. One of the staff that was one of the food handlers had hep B. So we all had to go and get... Tested. Anybody who was at that restaurant... Within two days or three days, had to go and get shots. So oh. did this person have a an accident in the kitchen and contaminate all the? They food? have. N- we did. You not, don't know details. We, yes, they. We we don't know. But don't even know if, if they didn't sharing. have an accident, they would have to go. They would. That's just I think safety precautions. Like Hep B is transmittable. By I don't know I, eating I, food that was touched by a person. Who had. No, I don't. No, yeah. I don't mean that. I mean. Like just he because may have blood he made he may have blood on something and we don't know. Gross. Like maybe he touched like a, a prickly fruit or whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like a prickly pear. A Durian. prickly pear. Yeah. 
durian fruit. It was a fancy restaurant. It was probably durian then. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Isn't Anyways, it smells like dead bodies. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's it smells like bubble gum and hot trash. Oh. Together. Mm. Mm-hmm. Wow. I'm not joking. What is that's that? a scent that? Uh, it's a really disgustful slash delectable fruit out of Southeast Asia. I tried it in What's Singapore. It durian. Okay. But you when you're in Southeast Asia, you see signs on the subway and outside of spas and restaurants they actually have decals with a picture of a durian fruit with like the cross through it like don't this is a no durian zone because it smells like hot trash and bubble gum for real and people eat it and the the texture of it is like molded fruit it's like creamy custardy people say but it's like it's like food that's gone off it's supposed to smell like rotting flesh because that's how it uh attracts insects and stuff to uh, what is it pollinate itself is it smells like rotten garbage, and then these special flies that pollinate it come. That's wild. So if you know more about this fruit, guys, feel free to, you know, correct me on the specifics. But I know that to be true. That's pretty neat. That's pretty neat, you guys. Mm-hmm. That's pretty neat. Science facts with Sarah Wright. Hey, Kat, what's the last song you listened to? Teach Me Tiger. Woo! Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Pat. Yes. What color of underwear are you wearing right now? Uh, Do you want me to check? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I think I'm wearing a burgundy. Let's see. Let's. Yeah. Oh, it's a burgundy. It's burgundy, all right. Solid burgundy. Okay. Uh, what was your worst job? My worst, worst, worst job was working. As a dishwasher. Yeah. What was what was bad about it? Just like, you know what? I don't care. Like, I'm happy to do anything, you know, to, to make some money, especially if I need some extra money. No problem. So everyone knows. It wasn't the cat's ra- open. <laughs> yes. 416-919. Um, <clears throat> so it just really hurt my back. Dishwashing yes. sucks. It sucks. Yes. Did you wear gloves? I didn't. I Did because it, I couldn't. You can't do the job right. With I couldn't do the, the job. Yeah, I can't wash. Yeah, gloved. Did it ruin your nails? Yeah, but I get. I play guitar and right drums too, so that all ruins my hands, anyways. And I make stuff. Right, right. I use so my hands, hands a lot, so yeah. my hands are always your dirty. Hands are tools. And, They're not for show. Yeah. If you could have any superpower, cat, what would it be? If I could have any superpower. I would make it rain man on command. (laughs) Hallelujah. Which again, you know, we were talking about this earlier and I just, maybe I'm just too practical, but I just picture this terrible, like just dead men everywhere. No, no. They would be in bubbles. Oh, right. We discussed bubbles of champagne. Yeah. So really, it's raining champagne. It's raining champagne with little with little men, small <laughs> men, men inside, with large men, large well endowed men well inside. Hung. It's like a Kinder yeah. surprise. Yeah, it's a, it's a grown up lady Kinder surprise. Shiraz surprise. Oh, I love it. So is the bubble <laughs> opaque or translucent? Do we see the men? Do we yeah, pop the bubble? Does it pop upon contact? How do we drink the champagne? 
Oh, oh man, these that's are questions so we really have to. We don't. We don't drink it from our mouths. Like as soon as they, <laughs> as, soon as, they as soon as they drop on the ground, the bubble goes boo, and our bodies just absorb the oh. champagne. And it's Osmosis. zero calories. Zero I calories. love your superpower. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You great. get drunk and fucked at the, at same, the same time. time. And, but you're fucked never and fucked. too <laughs> drunk to fuck. Double fucked. No. Oh. Yeah. No, man. It's different than DP, guys, so don't uh, get too excited. NDT. I don't know what that is. Oh. Is that a different episode? Different episode. All right, all right. Man, I keep on thinking of stories. Are you going to do the accent? I'll do the accent. All right, let's go for it. (laughs) So my cousin Irene, her father is really super cute and sweet and funny. And uh, Greek. And, and show me the story of driving up into the, the driveway. And it was winter. And he's like, girls, I need a blowjob. <laughs> Whoa. And everybody's like, <laughs> um, what? We are busy at the uh, moment, unfortunately. He's like, <laughs> he's like you know, girls. I just, the snow, I just need a blood job. I can't. And we're like, mm, maybe you should. Do you know what that means? Let's He's like, a blood job, you know. And then another time he was like, I think we should have a big orgy. Oh. <laughs> no, he's like, how about, oh, I have an idea. How about one day we have a big orgy? And he's like, uh, what? He's like, you know, big orgy, a big party, we invite a lot of friends, alcohol, food, a big orgy, be nice. We're like, all right, we're going to let this one slide. And a comment was made about like, that's not, maybe that meant a party back in the day. Like, I think that orgies meant orgy since like Homer wrote. That's what I know, mean, but it, uh, orgy was still like a party. Orgy. I know, guess how about we have a big orgy? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's something you want to hear your father say to you. So, Kat, mm-hmm. I know you do shop a lot for your yes, work. I You're basically do. a professional shopper. Do you have any tips on shopping for us amateurs? Tips on shopping. Okay, I need a little bit more a little bit more context. Like, well, let's talk vintage shopping. Okay. What's your what's your approach to say shopping in a Valley Village or like a a box secondhand store. store. Yeah, 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 secondhand store. Well, I mean, they're so they can be so overwhelming sometimes. Um I would definitely just you know, decide before you go what it is that you want. So let's just say you need a pair of boots and a pair of pants. And definitely hit those sections first before anything else. Never just go to your size. You know, when I go, I I definitely go from zero till the largest size that exists because sizing for each companies for different like eras, different stores. Right. Vary. They're very different. And also some of the times the staff at these stores 
are unsure if it's a man's piece or a woman's piece right. or a child's piece. So things are mixed in there, which is cool. Like you might be able to find like this really wicked shirt that you wouldn't have found because it's in, in the, the wrong right size. Yeah, right. wrong size, wrong section, stuff like that. So that's my kind of go-to. I would never also pay more than like depending on the item, like five to ten bucks for something. Okay, okay. You know, you like. Value Village has gotten really crazy, like seven ninety nine for button up shirt. No, don't do it. Too much. That's too, too much. Too much for much. Too much for nothing. For you know, wait for the sales. You have sales. Go out of, go out of town. That's number one. Out of the city. So I'll. You know what? Here are my top three tips. Okay. Let's hear. Top three tips for vintage shopping. Number one, get out of the cities. Done. Okay, like you don't want to be going to the big, big shops. You just get picked over so quickly. There's certain people who just, you know, go every day, know yeah. what times the new arrivals are coming, have relationships with back end people. Yeah, right. You know, so forget that. You go out of the city. Um, that's number one. Number two, before you make your shopping trip, you make a list and priority of the things that you want because. Okay. It could take you five hours, you know what I mean? And then you're stressed out, you don't find anything. Right. You know, you're tired, you go home. Yeah, okay? you leave with nothing. You leave with nothing. So if you want jeans and you want shoes, go there first. Never just go to that size either. Just, just you know, sometimes a pair of pants that will look good on somebody that are tight are going to look good on you baggy, right? So you're going to want right. a bigger size. And like the same thing with the shirt to like... So do that. And then I would say my third major tip is watch out for the sales because, you know, a lot of these shops are 100% profit or are also donating to organizations that are supporting really shitty things, in my opinion. But that's something for you to research on your own. Right. But um, look out for the sales. Save as much as you can. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe a bonus, a bonus tip would be always like, you know, feel good when you're going shopping. Right. Have a, a good day. Do Have your good, hair before you go. Exactly. Put, just do your hair, it. put some, you know, whatever, whatever routine makes you feel good. And don't go sh- hungry. Don't go hungry. Yeah. Oh, I have a tip. I'm yeah. a non-shopper, but I still, I have a tip. Mm. Wear something that, yeah, makes you feel good, but that's easy to get in and out of. Oh, I can't tell yes. you how many times I've gone shopping and I'm wearing something, like, ridiculous. I don't know, a jumpsuit? I tend to wear, like, full body. Those who know me uh, know me in a full body jumpsuit. Mm-hmm. And that's a real pain. Like, to try on a pair of pants, you have to get naked. And then you don't have right. a friggin' shirt to try the pants on with. Right. And you so need you to get need- a shirt to try mm-hmm. on. Like, it's just the worst. Wear something easy to slip in and out of. Tie your hair up. Because your hair, right. you're going to have that shirt on and off your head 57 times. Your hair is going to look ridiculous. And also, oh, I would also highly recommend to wear tights and like a really thin tank top. Oh, oh then you can try it over. You can try it over. You don't have to smart. go to the change room. Yeah. And it's quicker. I hate like. And you're not touching all that stuff on your skin oh. that you haven't washed yet. Ew. Ew. You all know what I mean. Yeah. I and know. oh my God, I just thought of another tip. Yeah. I think we've collected like five tips. That's what we're here for. Exactly. Oh yeah. Also, you know what? I've had problems before with moths, and I'm pretty positive that they've it's happened because of 
you know, like, yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure, which is okay. So I would suggest that, like, right from the shop, bag your shit that you purchase, knot it up, leave it in a knot, directly in a washing machine when you get home. Yeah. Just to avoid that kind of stuff. Right. Or you can freeze it. That's actually a good or leave it, yeah measure for uh, bed, bed bugs as yeah. well. Yeah. It's not a huge issue in Perth, but in Toronto, I know it is. Close friends who got bed bugs, they're pretty sure from thrifting. Okay, so mm-hmm. tie it up, put it in the freezer. I like that because or outside. I, Are you sure it's not heat? Both. Okay. Both do it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. you often get like that's where you get your wool sweaters and stuff. Exactly. Yeah. I've also heard too. Uh, if you buy grains at the grocery store, they often have cupboard pantry moths. I think they're called. So I've read that you should put Ew. like dried beans and grains in your freezer for a couple of days before you put them in your oh my pantry. God, I didn't know that. Oh, gross. Yeah. Right. Okay. They are pretty Ew. gross. So I have a question and it's just, I have to know. I got to know. I have a man. He's got gorgeous locks. He's got a gorgeous beard. He's a gorgeous man. What's going on in Toronto with facial hair, with your head hair, are we doing short beard, long hair, long beard, short hair, side shave? What is going on? Um, what are you seeing on the streets? Oh, man. Like, I don't know. I'm seeing it all right now. Yeah? Like, I like, feel just like, go for it? I feel like each age group has a real def- definite kind of style. Okay. And I feel like that's how it was when we were younger too, but I feel like I'm noticing a lot more now because I don't care as much anymore. Right. Right. You know what, what are I the mean? young people doing? That's what I I mean, know about. everybody I I see everybody. It's interesting cuz I think everybody wants to be different, but in doing so everybody's kind of being this kind of looking the yeah. same. Right, right, right. Is the is the man bun done are people still doing that well men bun was popular in the summer because people it are hot, hot. and then, like <laughs> yeah. you don't you i can't really tell in the yeah, winter time because people are wearing hats and hoods so i don't know but as of the summer yeah it was still, still cool. in yeah cool i love it i'm so glad beard length big bushy bush usually the man buns come with bush <laughs> tell me about yeah, you. you know and like a clean cut comes with a clean cut right which, I like I like a tidy beard with a man bun. Sarah's describing Greg. I'm describing my husband. Chris is extremely good looking. As well. Oh my god, those eyes! And well hung. <laughs> there you go, Chris. <laughs> Shout out to Chris. <laughs> well hung. Hey, so should we take some uh, questions from our listeners? <laughs> So we've got Jenna from Elmont. Love her. She's okay. the best. She's the best. Um, can I live in stretchy pants and still be cool? And be honest, because she can take it. She's a tough bird. She can take it. Absolutely. Oh, thank God. Man, so you much. work it. You work whatever the hell you want to do. You know, you can totally spice up a pair of tights. Put on an oversized shirt. You know, like a pair of boots, some cool socks, and work it. Oh, I have a quick question. Yeah. yeah. What about leg warmers? Oh, good one. Are they still Not really right now. No. Yeah, they're they go in so and out. practical. I, I mean, I wear them all the time. Okay, okay. But they're not, like, they're not hip. Like, like I mean, they're not, a tr- they're not a trend, but I also am somebody who doesn't associate with trends. Right. Right? Like, 
hip to me is if something looks good on somebody. And that's something a lot of people forget. They'll look in a magazine and they'll say, oh, Kim Kardashian or um, is wearing this. So shit, I need to go out and buy it. But shit, man, maybe your body doesn't look as good in it. Right. So we don't want to see a million people in Uggs and like jogging pants. But 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 you know what I mean? Like oh, yeah, yeah. everybody doing it is is weird. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Find your own comfort in your own style. But I mean, who am I to say? Maybe that is your comfort level to feel like you look like a celebrity. I don't know. Don't be afraid to tailor stuff because we're our bodies are all so different. That's like true. like if you have, you know, I, I I'm not a hundred percent proportionate, but when I buy a pair of jeans, I'm not going to be sad that the thighs don't fit because the waist and the waist is too big. My thighs are too big. No, whatever this particular company's standards, yeah. pants standards, aren't perfect for my body, so I can tailor it, take in the waist to make it right. fit well. Because then you right. feel better, right? When you have something on you that fits comfortably you feel better and it's okay to not be able to pull something off the rack and put it you know so is that fairly affordable like just say i wanted to get a pair of pants have the waist taken in can i yeah i mean it should be more than 15 20 bucks no kidding no absolutely not so jenna the answer as i'm picking it up is yes you can wear stretchy pants and don't be afraid to have them tailored (laughs) <laughs> Don't be afraid to have a stretchy band's Yeah. Uh, okay. We had a question from Ryan from Toronto. He's a music blogger. Stone in Focus is his blog. Uh, I'm saying that to let you know what a cool kind of guy he is. Uh, Ryan says, I always wonder where all my cool-looking male friends get clothes. I've never learned how to properly shop for clothing and have always just resorted to black jeans and a black shirt. I always see people with such cool thrifty stuff, nice big sweatshirts, interesting items of clothing. Where do they get it? Like we said before, they don't they they just they don't just go to their size. They'll look everywhere. They'll be open to even like, you know, if you identify as male, it's cool to go into the women's section and grab good something point. if it looks good for you, you know, mm-hmm. like the only difference between a men's shirt and a woman's shirt is a little bit of, of a broader, either side of the buttons, a little bit broader shoulders, a little bit longer, but maybe my, like my body, for example, typically can fit men's shirts better than women's mm-hmm, shirts because mm-hmm. I have broad shoulders. Just be open. So let's give him just a quick step by step. So where should he start? Should he go, like, go to a I mall? Go to a Valley no, Village? I would do this. I would search, like, I'll give him an example, like, my partner um, has pro- like a hard time finding pants that fit him, but he was going to the wrong places. So I told him, why don't you do a quick search on the internet and say companies that make jeans for men with larger thighs, right? And there's actually a big market for that because there's a lot of soccer players. There's a lot of hockey players. And generally when that happens, right. you know, like you build a lot more muscle, you Rugby, like cyclists, joggers, exactly. So, so there actually is, and even like for example, Levi's specifically makes one of their five oh, I think five fourteen or something, um, is specifically made for men who have uh, larger, Thick, thicker, juicy, thicker thick thighs. Exactly. So 
that's something you can do. Like if you're a woman and you have broader shoulders, you can just do a Google search. And if you're second-handing, check out the Everywhere. other side of the store. Exactly. I like it. Yeah. Go to the women's section. Go to the men's section. Don't just set up where you would normally go. Like, oh, I would go to, like, women's small sizes. And I never find anything. Exactly. Go to the men's section. Bam. Bam. So many amazing button-up shirts. Sweaters. Oh. So do you think you should start with pants? Like, start with pants and then move on to the cool, thrifty stuff and nice big sweaters? I think you need to have a couple of key pieces. Yeah. You know, a couple of pairs of jeans, a light pair, a dark pair. Okay. You know, like... Shoes? A couple of, yeah, pair of sneakers and maybe one pair of, like, Oxfords or something that suits your style, whether it's docks, something that you can... That are versatile. You can dress up, dress down. Okay. You know, just have them around. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple pairs of jeans, maybe a pair of like more cozier pants, um, a couple of simple like dress shirts, like a black, a denim, yeah. um, a denim jacket, you know, like some basics, Yeah, a couple t-shirts. And then, then you get your like, okay, this crazy sweater, I love it. Cause yeah. then you have a couple of options and matching simple with busy right. or Anyways, so that's what I would do. But everybody's personal style is different, too, so. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Okay, next Okay, question. next, I have a voice note from our friend Virginia Bullock. Virginia! Virginia! Are you ready for this, cat? This one Virginia is Ottawa. just for you. Okay. Oh, my God, I'm going to oh, cry. I haven't si- heard her voice in so long. So my four-year-old's bedtime is 7 p.m., and every morning he's waking up at 6 and five and I just want him to sleep till seven. How do you get a four-year-old to sleep till seven in the morning? Cat, you need to get you're our expert on on children. On children. What's child again? No. Um, (laughs) um, I would highly recommend purchasing some satin pajamas. Like some really high-end pajamas. High-end satin soft onesie. All right. And you think that'll just the, the feeling of his skin rubbing on the fabric will just oh, yeah. lull him to sleep. Totally. You'll see. Out like a light. And in like a lamb. <laughs> Sarah, do you have any uh, any tips to get your kid to sleep later okay. in the morning? Um, I, I kind of suck at bedtime. Or no, I'd like to say we're a bit more of a European household. Slash, I have four kids and we're just really busy. Uh... So we tend to eat dinner quite late, like at seven o'clock or so, <laughs> and um, and bedtime's always a little bit later. Um, at least when my kids were younger and weren't in school, so I would just put them to bed, like let them go to bed a bit later, so that I could stay up with my husband. Like we don't see each other until after work anyway, and then they would tend to sleep in more. I don't know. Yeah. Keep the kids up late. It sounds like Virginia has a set bedtime Mm. to me. I just don't know. Yeah, I would say to... Don't tape them to the bed, obviously. Yeah. (laughs) That's what you do. Not funny. (laughs) Well... Terrifying. Yeah, so actually, we have a a friend, Brent, who uh, he knows the answer to this question. He's our resident dad, I think. He's yeah. Gonna many We're going to call you a lot, Brent. You're welcome. Hey, thank you. <laughs> Hello? Hey, oh, Brent. Brent. 
Hey. How are you? Pretty good. How are you guys doing? We're good. amazing. Amazing. <laughs> We're recording you right now. Awesome. So we've called you as our lifeline. Okay. You're uh, a resident dad on the show forever. Yep. Just FYI. We don't pay anything. We pay nothing. <laughs> awesome. I can live with those pages. <laughs> That's what you wanted. So my question for you is from Virginia. How do you get a four-year-old to sleep until 7 a.m.? <laughs> uh, we use technology. Yes. Um, <laughs> um, the, the best, the thing that worked for us uh, was um, what are those? Like, what are they called? Like, basically, a kid alarm clock. Um, and it's so I forget the one uh, one we use, but there's like grow clock, and there's a bunch of other ones. Um, but really. Essentially, it what, it, what it does is it's a it's a nightlight, and um and like ours is yellow at night, and it's just a soft light, and then it turns green when you want it to. So you set it for seven, and it turns green, um and then you just have to like like and so Anthony just got like rewards when when he waited until the light turned green and got up, and we made a big deal, and it was awesome. And it totally, totally works. I mean, the temptation is to abuse it now. Like now, I try to set it at like, like eight, and see if he notices. But or like twelve in the. Do afternoon. you ever do that? <laughs> totally. We've definitely tried, and and like it, now he's getting so good with it as he reads time now. So right. Oh, he's too smart for your tricks. Yeah. But for a four-year-old, it would still work, so, right? But he still follows it all, all like the whole like all the time and then like ours has like the, a digital clock and like a picture of um a regular clock <laughs> and so he's learning time with it as well that's amazing yeah. yeah it's totally good cool i love it i love that idea thanks brent thanks brent no worries all right okay, okay we'll talk to you soon bye okay bye bye <laughs> That was great. Our friend Scarlett in Kingston sent us a question. It's a real doozy. Oh. A lot to oh, gosh. a lot to unpack here. <laughs> Ew. Ew. I request advice on how to handle those situations where diarrhea is going to happen whether you like it or not. Maybe you're in the car, <laughs> on a busy sidewalk, at the playground, somewhere without a socially acceptable place to take a shit. What are some helpful tips for the situation that will plague us all at some point in our adult lives? Oh my god, it's horrible. It's just horrible. These guys are really uncomfortable with poop. Yeah. Yeah, no, they can't even sit here. It's so disgusting. (laughs) I feel like I'm gonna puke, sorry. Puke's okay, diarrhea, no way. Oh, hey, that's a bumper sticker right there. It's a bumper sticker. (laughs) I'm not answering. (laughs) I refuse to respond, sorry guys. I've been thinking about it. And my, my main reference, point of reference, is children and baby rearing. And, uh, you know, what do you do when your child has a blowout in public and they, they poop up the back of their onesie? Oh, God. It's the worst. So I had Holly once when I was getting her ears tested, as you do with newborns, if you have them at home. Oh, well, Sarah didn't. I didn't. Uh-oh. Anyway, I was at this building in Smith Falls, and I didn't really know how to use the car seat yet, and I didn't bring her an extra outfit. Oh, no. Rookie so mistake. I changed her, <laughs> I changed her bum 
in the bathroom there, like with the little, you know, diaper change table that folds down. And as I was walking out the door, there's someone waiting to use the bathroom also. As I was walking out the door, we heard, uh, I'm not going to make the sound on the explosion. We heard the explosion. And so I just walked backwards back into the bathroom and uh, I wiped her down with a lot of brown paper towel Uh and wipes, wipes also. But it was like everywhere and all over her onesie. And all I could do, because I didn't have a change of clothing, was to shove a lot Paper towel, paper towel down the back of her <laughs> onesie. Yeah. And that's what we that's did. So I I propose you find whatever absorbent material you have on hand, whether it be a blanket in the car or a, your you shirt. Oh, yeah. Take your shirt off. Anything. You shove it down the back of your pants, up into the lower back region, cover oh that gosh. whole area, and then, you know, let nature take its course. Oh, boy. Just hope you get you don't hit traffic. That's yeah. you're going to hope for yeah see i i was thinking like okay you're at the park uh okay you've got your 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 blanket or whatever you're hanging out you're watching your kids um just slip under that blanket drop drawer let it rip and then casually as casually as one can you just shit in the park under a blanket uh pull those pants up and get out of there. Leave the blanket on the ground. Just hope that Sandra doesn't chase you. <laughs> you forgot your blanket. Just get out of there. And if you do it at work, just quit your job. Ew. Oh, Melody, she's so excited. Oh, I had to do it. She's so oh. excited. <laughs> That's oh. so nasty. That's it for today. Yay! Thank you. That was fun. That was awesome, Kat. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Where can we find you and your bags? Uh, you can find me at at Safi Bags um, and SafiBags.com. Cool. Thanks, Sarah. Where can we find you? I'm on Instagram as LittleRightCrew.art, and I'm on Facebook, Sarah Wright. And friend me. Where are you, Melody Starkweather? Well, I have a website, melodystarkweather.ca. I'm on Instagram at mstarkweatherart. And on Facebook at facebook.com slash melodystarkweather.ca. So, yeah, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks thank you, for Kat. having me. Thank you, Kat. Thanks, Thanks so guys. That was fun. I love you guys. Next week, who are we talking to, Sarah? Next week, we have the amazing Justine Cruz Campo. Hello. Hello. What? She is a bit of a weed expert, and she's going to come in. She's going to talk to us about marijuana. 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 And it's not for everybody, right? Like, this, what I'm not here to tell people to do this, but yeah. I'm saying if you feel that you want to try it and you're freaked out, I'm going to help you figure out how to do it. Yeah. So yeah, please send us your questions, your voice notes, emails to teachmetigerpodcast at gmail.com. Subscribe to the show in iTunes and uh, follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Bring your papers, guys, and your bong. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. get ready it's for it. So we're going to leave you with a little piece of Greg's existentialism. <laughs> what is the role of fashion going forward in the modern day? How do you reconcile uh, something that is a... An organic cultural phenomenon 
with something that for ages has also been a class barrier or an indicator of wealth, poverty. Uh, should we do away with fashion altogether? What's next for fashion? We'll be sharing Greg's question on our Facebook page. So please come on over to join the discussion. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. And remember, it's, it's a jungle, jungle out there. Teach me, Tiger, how to tease you. Whoa, 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 whoa. Tiger, Tiger, I wanna squeeze you. Nothing. Don't remember anything. Forget Forget everything we said.